Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thursday Live Lesson. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. I'm going to be your host for today. Joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice. Now, Kamara, say what's up, Aaron? What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend for again, say what's up, Kahai? What's up? So right on Thursday Live Lesson is where we answer any and all of your questions. Uh, if you guys you know want to know anything about the ukulele, if you guys are having a hard time with something, you guys working on whatever, you guys can ask us for advice, can ask questions, and you know we'll give you the best answer that we can. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's, you know, it's just okay. But you know, which is, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say sometimes it's bad because hey, you know what? We're trying our best. Right, Kahai? We're not gonna we're not gonna Babe Ruth it and point to the the outfield. No, no, no. Like, See, I'm, that's I'm just, that's just asking for it, man. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't hit it there, it's like, oh. so you know, like I want to set the bar low so that if we do good advice, they're like, hey, they said they did, they said they're okay, but that was actually really good. That's that's how all our shows run, you know. Like we always like put set the set the bar just just you know like above one <laughs> so that if uh, we do okay then it's like oh yeah that was not bad you know that's, that's the plan kai don't oversell us man <laughs> we're 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 more like under uh, promise yeah you over deliver promise. we're yeah. more like the sandlot like the kid like you're killing me smalls you're killing me <laughs> you know what i mean like if uh, if i was introducing you to somebody kai i'd be like oh you know my friend kai's He's uh, he's all right, like you know. But I I think you should I think you should meet him. And then she meets you, and then you're like amazing. It's like oh, I thought you said he was just all right. He's like the best guy. I'm like yeah. oh oh yeah, really? You know? Oh, you gotta, okay. Well, that's good. Then I guess it worked out. You know, it's kind of like that. Can, can you be like oh, you know, my my friend Kai? He does like some some little tricks, like you know, some some little things where he. You know, he might make like something disappear or something change. It's not that. No, don't say that. <laughs> can, can you do me a favor? Like when he does a, a trick for you, can you like make it seem like you're really impressed? That way he'll feel good. And then so I'll be like, oh, yeah. So I, I can, it doesn't matter whatever they think. It's like, oh, either they are really impressed. You underhype me or it's like, oh, they're just making me feel good. But either way, I won't know. I'll just be like, oh, nice. <laughs> so, so she'd be like, Oh, so Aldrin told me you did some tricks and stuff. And you're like, oh, he did, did he? And you press the play button and it's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I was thinking, it's like, oh, Aldrin told me you do some tricks. And I was like, do you mean illusions? And the doves will come out of my sleeves. <laughs> How dare Aldrin call them tricks? <laughs> Not tricking anybody. <laughs> Right on. So this is supposed to be an ukulele show. So if you guys have ukulele questions or, or just whatever, you know, like we'll answer the, answer them as best as we can. That's that's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? We're gonna answer as best as we can. Um, so far so good. You know, in uh, however many episodes that we've done, so far so good. You know. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> let's let's get started. Kai, give us our first question. Uh, this one is from Will, and he mm. said, if I am having good posture and strumming at the correct place on the ukulele. What would be a technique that would give more volume on strumming? I'm using the medicine jar aid and mostly using my index finger. I have short nails. I do own the Alaska picks, but they don't seem to be doing the trick. Any ideas? I mean, if you're using the Alaska, Alaskan picks and stuff, and it's it's still like not enough for you, like that's you know what I mean. Like that's uh, I I don't I don't know what to say because that's like super bright. It I mean. I wouldn't even use picks at all, like on my ukulele, you know. And yeah. um, really, the actually, the bo- actually, huh? I think um, in the past we mentioned the Alaska pick, but it was only I mentioned it because yeah, that's yeah. what I use for guitar. Like we don't mm. actually use it for ukulele, so no, no, no yeah, no. I don't, I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't use that for ukulele because it's it's like plastic <laughs> on nylon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So plastic on plastic, basically. You know, like it's yeah. uh, it, it doesn't sound like too too good. But uh, you know, I don't I don't want to. I don't know if I should say that because like there's there might be people who use it. They're like, oh, I've used it all the time. It sounds great. So you know, like to each his own. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. But really, like um, as far as we're concerned, like uh, it's it might come off as a little too bright. Really, the volume comes from the um the weight of your hand. You know, because um if you're uh, if you're strumming down, for example, if you have good posture, like you said, if you're strumming in the right place, um. And you kind of let your let your hand kind of go, and like the more weight that you put into you know into your hand. So for example, if I'm just kind of come from the point to myself position to pointing down, if I'm doing a down strum and I'm just letting the natural weight of my hand go, it sounds like this. But like the more the more weight I put onto it, like the you know the heavier they hit. Louder it gets, so you know, like my my hand weighs, you know, like a, a natural amount. But then, if I if I put some um, uh, momentum, the weight kind of you know gets gets heavier and heavier. The more the momentum kind of goes. So that's really you know, it, it's the form stays the same. You're not doing anything different. You're not adding a pick. You're not doing any, any of that stuff. You just want the natural sound coming out of your ukulele. Even if you have you know like small nails and stuff. Really, it's it's uh, just the weight of your hand gonna give you the sound that you're gonna get you know like i i don't necessarily want to be any louder than this okay that's like as loud as i really want to go with my ukulele um because the louder it gets the you know the the more like really the strings kind of vibrate too much and if the strings vibrate too much you run into the problem of like hitting the fret wires hitting the ukulele itself you know like like that's that doesn't really sound that clean anymore so really my ukulele this is the threshold of how loud I want to get. If I'm like really getting into the song and I really want to bang on it and stuff, then maybe, you know, the song calls for it. But for the most part, this is kind of where the natural like threshold of my of my ukulele is. I can add more, but it starts to kind of distort a little bit because um, the, the vibrations tend to uh, tend to be too much and it's going to hit a bunch of stuff. OK, so as far as what you know, what you can do, really look at your, you know, look at your form. You might be, um, you know, your, your pointer finger might be curled too much. That is just kind of just like grazing the top of your nail like this. Because uh, Will has sent us videos in the past, right, Kai? Yeah. Yeah, so we've, you know, we've heard your tone. We've seen, like, you know, what, uh, how, how you play and stuff. And really, if you just kind of look at how your fingers attack the strings, that should be, you know, a great place to start on how to make yourself louder. So for me, um, it's not necessarily, like, pointing like this. It is curled a little bit so that it glides through my, the top of my nail. But for the most part, it's not like, you know, too curved or whatever. It's, it's like around here. So I'm still kind of pointing to, you know, to the uke, but there is a slight curve. And I'm hitting it. The more, you know, the more fingers also, because, you know, the heavier that hit is going to be. So you kind of want to think about density, and that's. And that's how you get volume, you know, with, uh, with, with the ukulele. And um, the closer, you know, the closer you put it into the, um, into the sound hole also makes a difference. But really, the sweet spot is right here. You know, like it can only get a little bit louder if you're kind of down here. But then you're all, you're already kind of messing with the sound because it's not sounding as as bright as an ukulele should. It's getting more and more hollow and um and more like woody. You know, like woody sounding as it gets down here. Or is it? See that? So it really depends where you strum the you know strum the ukulele as well. Like really, here is really where you want to strum. Um, 
about the density of uh, of how much uh, how much weight you're putting behind each drum. I think too, like this is actually like a good example, like our show and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I I don't know if Will is like looking at other people playing ukulele and he's listening to other players and being like, oh, they sound so clean and clear and it sounds so good. But like the thing is that most recorded versions of ukulele have like something on it to make it sound that good. And so like the same thing with our show, like when you're strumming, right? Like when you're Mm -hmm. strumming really hard, you can tell it was harder. But then I also put like a limiter and I put a compressor on your audio channel. Mm -hmm. So it means that the audio is not going to get too loud and it's not going to get too soft too and that's what like a lot of people do is they put compressors on at least a little bit of compression on you know when they're mixing or doing audio work so that like even if the person like they're playing and they they might be live they might not be playing that hard it'll it'll Mm -hmm. come through clear enough where you can hear the recording right so if you just watch youtube videos of people playing and you're like it always sounds so good why does it sound so good i mean like the the ukulele and the player does make a difference who's playing and stuff but then also it could be like that they're you know using post-processing to make it sound better than if you were there in person you know like clearer than if you were there in person so what you might think is like oh my playing doesn't sound as good as that it's like uh it, it might be if you're live right next to the person it might be comparable you know yeah uh anything you want oh, to add? there's like a siren going on it's, it's oh like, i hear it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah what's going on <laughs> so i i muted myself but i mean yeah. they're looking for you guys Hi. <laughs> no, it's not close. You were an okay guy. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if he yeah, gets closer. <laughs> for for Will, like I think he, a lot of times he seems to overthink things. Yeah, so I think yeah. he should just focus on playing and having fun. That like yeah. that's like the bottom line. Like the more <laughs> the more you play, the more you'll figure out naturally how your strum is gonna come out more, or yeah. how to emphasize things more yeah. during different parts of the song. So yeah, just like play the stuff that you like to play, listen to the songs that you like to listen mm-hmm. to, and try to emulate that, and then it'll come. You just don't worry about it too mm-hmm. much. <laughs> is it kind of like you know when you like if you're a surfer, then all you do is just kind of like, oh, uh, I. Heard heard like if if i if i put this thing on my on my board it'll be sticky so is it sticky enough it's it's not sticky it's like why don't you just go out and like and, you know, and start yeah yeah you. like rob yeah. schneider's character in yeah. three that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I, was I knew you would get it yeah, <laughs> i knew you'd get it you know but but oh, yeah sorry, like, i gotta wax my board <laughs> yeah I aren't think, you gonna come out yeah, yet? just the more that you play <laughs> yeah and just play more like we all sucked at the beginning you know yeah. And so, like, yeah. you know, the more that you play, the less that you feel like you suck as much, you know? <laughs> and then true, the more th- more that you play, then you, you get even better than that. And then, but it's like an incremental thing. And so yeah. at, any, at any part along the journey, you'll feel like you suck, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I've been playing for a long time. I still suck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, a lot more that, that I could be doing or a lot more right. that I should be able to do by this mm-hmm. point, but... Who cares? Like, I have fun playing, yeah. you know? Cause, there you uh, go. Yeah, so for next month's lesson, we're doing a play-along for kind of an advanced song. And I've known this yeah. song for a long, long time, and I still can't play it. And I'm editing all... <laughs> 
all of the picking for it. I know how it goes. It, like intellectually, I know how it works, but I still yeah. am not able to play it, and that's fine. Like I can yeah. still play along with the song. Like I can still strum along with the song, mm. and maybe eventually, sometime in the future, I'll be able to pick it. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. And <laughs> and even uh, Aldrin said that he's known this song for such a long time, and he's still getting better at the picking. Like he yeah. he dissected it even more, knowing what he knows now, and he's even better at it now than he was before. So it's it's mm. one of those things. So I, yeah, you just just keep going, like <laughs> and it's and have fun. Don't overthink it, it. Yeah. That's the that's the point. That's the point of that's the reason why we all picked up the ukuleles to have fun. Yeah. So focus on that, and you'll be fine. I think like even uh, me and you, right, Aaron, like we uh, edit the videos for like, you know, well, Algene is like soloing or something and we got to figure out what notes he's playing. So we, we <laughs> might like try and figure out what like actually try and figure out the solo ourselves. Right. And like when I was doing solo, uh, uh, not solo secrets, uh, U plus solos, it's like I would figure out like what notes he's playing. I would learn like the solo, like I could actually play parts of the solo like in parts. But then if you ask me like, oh, play the whole song it's like oh, i can't do that like i don't know how to play the whole song like start to finish you know i can't easily play that i would need to take like a couple weeks but i can tell you like every single note that eldrin plays or i can actually point to where on the fretboard every note plays but yeah it yeah. is and even though i i work on it so much and i you know you do stuff and even the song that you're saying like i think all of us grew up with that song right like at some point like we knew it from like our childhoods so it's like we know it pretty well but yeah it's, you don't it, it is that that thing again right of wiping the belt when you you, th- you go like oh man i kind of suck like i'm not as good as i thought it was it's the whole process of wiping the belt clean like you're going back to white yeah. belt and and i think some people get discouraged by that they're like oh man i thought it was better oh i'm not mm-hmm. actually that good but for me like mm-hmm. i just told somebody like when you figure out something that's wrong like i was telling somebody because they're like oh how do you figure out what key something is in i was like oh just try because like if you you know if you hear a song and you're like oh it sounds like it's in g but then you're you know it's actually in c you're only like you're so close you know like mm-hmm. with the note wise you're one note off like and so that's like something to be excited about i think even like when you find mm-hmm. mistakes and you're like oh i'm not as good as i was then it's just like oh that's well that's something new to learn though right that's something new to be excited about so yeah yeah it's um yeah just have fun really that that's that's <laughs> great 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 advice because you know like you can like work on your tone and all that stuff but that comes afterwards you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you have to like kind of know some stuff and and like um have a bunch of songs under your belt and just be you know it's it's tough because um i don't i don't want to you know i don't want to ruin with your passion you know like for the ukulele or, or getting the like the best sound out of it or best experience possible and stuff but really you know if you uh, if you just focus on just kind of learning the uke and, uh, and and playing for now and then perfecting the tone later like that would be you know that would be the path that i would take and that's that's that is the path that i took i mean you know in when i first started it was i was like fourth grade and i didn't work on tone until i was like in college like to be like, to be mm-hmm. honest so that's fourth grade uh eight eight years like and until you know until graduated high school into college and it was maybe like my first or second year in college is when i started working on tone and i'm like man how come i don't sound like aiko yamashi like Aiko's you know I'm like way better like technically than Aiko but how come she just sounds so good it's it's uh-huh. like it's that realization like I was jamming with um you know with with Jake and Aiko and I was like man like I I can do all this stuff but how come it just doesn't sound like 
the three notes that Aiko plays. Like her three yeah, yeah. notes. Her three notes sounds way better than like twenty notes. Like why uh-huh. is why is that? And that's like what kind of woke me up. You know, they're like, oh man, maybe I should concentrate on this. But prior to that, you know, I had I had a lot of fun with the ukulele. I learned a lot. I was very technical, and you know, I just I, I performed in a bunch of places. Like you know, prior to that, and then I'm like, okay, now I kind of want to master the instrument. And that's like when you know when I really sat down and worked on my tone and how I, how I approach these strings and how I approach each note and uh, and giving the note its full value kind of thing you know so yeah just have fun with it I mean like really take your time with you know with, with the instrument there's no um it's not a race you know getting to getting to the finish line because it's really just a race against yourself it's not really a race you're just working out almost you know mm-hmm. it's not like you're just going out for a run really that's what it is you know you might have goals like oh I want to go this long or go this far and whatever but there's no pressure to you know to to reach that so um really just you know play for yourself have fun and yeah but speaking of that picking um uh, for for the next month's lesson i was uh, i i watched this live video of them playing that and mm-hmm. and i watched another live video of them playing that there's that one part you know what i'm talking about he hits it every time and i'm just like that is so <laughs> impressive because like even during the play along i'm like wait wait let's try that again i didn't get that right but he hits it every time every like, time <laughs> every single live version that i saw he hits it like yeah. pretty much perfectly every time and that's this... like one of those things that even um when I was recording with Trey Tarada uh, Tracy was saying that like you know he's actually one of like you know one of the best recording ukulele artists like he he would come into the studio and he knew exactly like what he was gonna lay down you know like mm-hmm. he, he worked it out like at home maybe practice it or whatever came down he knew exactly like what you know what the picking that he was gonna do and he said that he nailed it you know like every <laughs> every single time and it's just Wait, it's we might as guys. well we might as well just say who it is that we're talking about already because people yeah. are so lost <laughs> <laughs> so it's Troy Fernandez, a Troy Fernandez song. So uh, Troy comes into the, um, you know, comes in the studio, and uh, Tracy was like, you know, um, uh, if and uh, we were just kind of talking, and I was like, I, as a fanboy, you know, like I was asking about Jake, I was asking about Troy, I was asking about all these people that Tracy's worked with, and he's like, and he kind of, you know, kind of told me that like Troy is one of those people that like who was very, very prepared. Um, whenever he came to, you know, to the recording session, every time it's just like he would sit down and he knew exactly where he was gonna do. Whereas like you know, Jake, he kind of had an idea idea but he would uh he would kind of freestyle for you know for the most part like if this kind of sounds better he'll go with that but troy is like no this is it this is the picking for it and that's why when you listen to a kyle creator boy song like um there is a specific way to play the picking and then when you watch him live he plays it exactly the way that he does it in the uh, in the recording maybe a little bit different but for the most part like he knows which notes are supposed to be where you know um whereas jake does know like where the notes are but he's a little bit more free about it as far as like okay and it's especially because he's you know evolved into such a musician he's like okay well i recorded like this but this sounds way better with this voicing i'm gonna add a sharp 11th here and i'm like why would you do that <laughs> so yeah. yeah for example like um there's that mean shirley t you know like so <laughs> so in the recording he plays us like uh you know he plays us just c which is just gcg uh gcgc right but then um live he hits this weird sharp 11th i'm like why what and then like mm-hmm. he'll, he'll slide it in it's like oh 
oh okay you know like <laughs> it, he is a little bit more free with it and um but with troy you you watch him play something and it's just like yeah that's the picking that's the picking i heard on my cd player this morning mm-hmm. that's the picking that i'm watching him do yeah, yeah. So and he can so... pull it off every time <laughs> every time perfectly yeah. so it's, it's kind of cool it's kind of cool you know so being able to like to do you know um one of one of his songs again and and every time we do something from like either pure heart or Kyle creative boys i always try to make it a point to like okay the picking has to be spot on like and <laughs> i have and with this one like i i usually pick with my thumb but for this coming um play along i used my pointer finger like as uh, like as troy would use it you know like uh-huh. and, and it's kind of cool because i rediscovered some stuff you know like that that i didn't know before because i'm like oh no this sounds way better but like although this sounds better tone wise there's there's reasons to use this you know like and uh yeah just amazing players so it's really cool to just be able to dissect um things that even you know i've been playing for years so it's it's, it's cool i love it so yeah. uh first of the month i should be done with the <laughs> i'm so sorry Aaron. it is not easy <laughs> but it's uh it's coming it's it's on its way <laughs> thank you thank you yeah i'm just like oh why don't we do this song and i was like uh okay <laughs> whatever that's what we you got, want I, got, I guess i got one more <laughs> <laughs> before the first of the month <laughs> ah, that's true it's a uh, uh, monday monday or tuesday the first of the month yeah, yeah, yeah well when you told me it was like a week a little more than a week oh, that, yeah. or... <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> that's all right. gonna switch gears and do this song instead <laughs> okay. that's one of those uh songs like uh when i did solos like we would record it i'd be like okay wait a minute how mm-hmm. how far up the fretboard does this go because i gotta choose the right <laughs> fretboard diagram yeah to animate yeah. everything otherwise <laughs> I'm going to spend hours animating on the wrong fretboard and then realize, oh boy, this one goes no. past the 12th fret. It's a 15. <laughs> this is a yeah. 15-er. Oh, got to grab out that one. Yeah. Uh, how about, like, um, remember when we did Palolo? So you did Palolo, right, Kai? Yep. Oh, yeah. So, like, how, how was that? Because I know, like, even timing-wise, it was, like, kind of weird, huh? Like, how was that experience? That's a Troy song. Yeah, I think. So that, that's the thing is, like, some people are like, oh, uh, I'm trying to use the tabs, but the tabs are like a little off i'm like because it doesn't fit in 4-4 like i don't know how to tell you like i tried my best to tab it out but it's not a it's not necessarily like a 4-4 song it's not a 5-4 song either or anything it's just the timing is what the timing is you just gotta play to it yeah. it's like ah uh, and i tried to make it as best as it could but yeah you, your best bet is just to listen to the recording or try and play along to the recording you know because yeah there you just i don't know you can't make it fit into such regimented things so like meh, just try your best yeah what was the hardest like solo song that you worked on kai uh i don't know oh i remember specifically body surfing i think you go mm. from like the 17th fret down to the second fret or something you slide up to mm. really high and then you slide back down so i had to animate mm. both the notes and the fret like because the whole all of the fret lines couldn't fit on screen so i had to animate mm. it where it like the whole fret board slides up like jumps up a few frets and then jumps back down Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing like you just it kind of takes like math more than like actual doing stuff i don't know (laughs) it's like i'm like Mm -hmm. doing i'm pixel counting or i'm like you know like measuring i'm like okay go see here and i gotta go back here so it's just stuff like that yeah it kind of it can be a 
tricky and can be that's where it's like wait how many frets does this go up to it, i always <laughs> like it because like we record the song and i'm like oh yeah this is a good solo and i'm like oh wait i gotta animate all this stuff uh <laughs> yeah i gotta yeah. figure that out oh man what about you, Aaron? What is like the hardest thing you worked on? Like video ukulele ground wise. Mm. Lesson. Maybe maybe not like something like like Soul Secret Revealed where like it's like a lot of work, you know, like more just like technically hard. Just, like the the picking was tough? Or just, you know, yeah, like something that, you know, that would took you took you a while, which should have taken you like normally takes you like, you know, like a certain amount of time, but it took you like a, a bit. It was the hardest video to edit that like that way. Something I, I can think of is like uh was how was Seasons of Love? Because like you were putting together like everybody, oh, crap, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, for the video itself, that was kind of intense. Yeah, during the <laughs> during the the actual video. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Um, for like picking, it wasn't there wasn't anything too crazy. Yeah, because you weren't animating yeah. like Kalei or Kyle or anything. You know, you just kind of yeah. play their thing. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Early Picking on, I think too. it was like uh, perfect. Sometimes it was kind of tough to mm, to do. Mm, mm. That was a Jake. Um, uh, that was a Jake picking. Yeah, that was a Jake picking yeah. in a Justin James song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little known. <laughs> yeah, Little yeah. known tune. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know. I think Matt's course was tough because <laughs> I I had to create all of the graphics for that, and it was brand nah. new graphics stuff that we don't mm. use on Ukula on the ground. So so yeah, and it That's... was and it was massive. So <laughs> yeah, see this is cool. This is like something that I'm interested in too. Like, and I'm sure the audience, being like Ukula on ground members or, or people who have at least watched the videos, would you know kind of wonder what you guys do behind the scenes. You know, what's like what's hard? <laughs> what's uh, what was what was the easiest? I always it's always funny when we get messages where they're like oh i want to make the same diagrams that you guys make and make the same animations <laughs> what program do you guys use that i can just type in everything <laughs> and it's like oh no sorry uh if if you know a program i'd be happy to listen because i definitely want to do that but so yeah. far it's all you gotta do it by hand gotta, frame by frame. <laughs> yeah, frame by frame yeah yeah and not much people know that you know like because you guys animate stuff and i think um the the other like tutorials that i've seen who have tried to like you know to kind of uh, i'll just flat out say it try to copy like what you guys do like it i think it's just like here's the chord and then here's the chord again but then you guys like make sure it's animated make sure it's like synced up to what i'm doing with my hands as to what they see on the screen which is really cool so and <laughs> i think uh, there's a lot of people who just watch the videos and they're like man aldrin is good at, like at, at videos <laughs> like i don't do none of that stuff you know like uh, i'm Oh my gosh, like I don't, you know, I don't, but, but yeah, like it's, um, and even just the format you guys like created and, you know, people are trying to just like, Hey, this, this works. We'll do this too, you know, but yeah. <laughs> it's not thinking about all the hours and hours and hours of hard work that kind of goes into, um, into doing one video, you know, <laughs> cause like, but yeah, so this next <laughs> one I'm excited for, man. That's, I can't, I, I can't even imagine like how much work went into this next one. It's a, uh, <laughs> when, when like me and Aaron talk, like, right. It's, funny because people can like listen into the conversation and be like what are you talking about why 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 mm -hmm. do you do that like because it's like oh so do you uh aaron do you use like a 10 frame transition or do you use a five frame transition <laughs> And, and like knowing the difference between the two or knowing like, oh, for this one, should I go with like a cut, a straight cut transition or should I like, you know, slowly fade in or should I do like a curve fade and stuff? 
And it's all like, oh, like when I, I was learning how to like animate all these things, it's like asking Aaron because like Aaron knows, like, you know, it's like you're trying to not only you're trying to animate what's accurate on the fretboard or what you're playing, but you're also trying to animate it in a way that's like readable and that feels like the it represents the music that's being played too, right? Because we could, yeah. I think we were just, I was just <laughs> talking to somebody, we could just throw like every single note on the fretboard at once, you know, and be like, okay, there it is. And then when it pops up, that's when you play it you know but it'll look like it's just a jumbled mess so it's annoying about like okay i'm gonna cut it into like four frets and make it so that these are the four frets that you focus on and these are the notes that might be coming up within this four fret range or whatever there's like a lot of thought behind that kind of things too that i think people you know like if people try it then it's something that you realize like oh there's a lot more thought into how to communicate this lesson mm. appropriately so other people yeah. can watch it and be like oh i i, mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. musically what happens you know yeah yeah there's a psychology behind it too you know mm-hmm. oh man yeah do um <laughs> do you guys want to answer one more question or are um yeah, will or should we move on to the next thing will had like another part of his question and it kind of relates sure. back to what aaron said about like you know just have fun so he said uh also a related question i have a roland cube amp and i plug in my uke and play the friday jam songs should i place mm-hmm. the little amp behind me and face away from it i practice now mostly in my small bedroom ah uh, i mean you you wouldn't even amp i i think you know like you could just play your ukulele because uh, if you're plugging into an amp it kind of um and if you're just playing for yourself like amplifying is you know in it in, in the word is is like making something you know louder you're going from your ukulele to the amplifier and then the amplifier is the sound that you're hearing so that kind of you know uh if if you're if you're thinking about you know like the tone of your ukulele and how loud you're you're playing it and stuff with with that like you can just turn a knob and you'll be louder you know so it kind of defeats the purpose of of for like the the perfect tone and the perfect volume and whatnot i would personally not use an app you know like if i'm just playing along to the a little friday live jam you know um but if you know that if that's your thing then that's cool like if you want to add like effects and whatnot like that's cool too that's fun i'm not gonna say that's not fun because that's awesome but for the most part <laughs> if you're just kind of you know if if you're just watching and you're just playing along not really like adding anything other than you know like um uh just the natural sound of your ukulele because you want to be able to enjoy the sound of your uke as well you know like you don't want to over process the uh the, the sound that's coming out of your uke you want to be able to hear it's natural like it's natural beauty like this is not plugged in or anything like that I'm, i am using you know a, a microphone to kind of to hear this but for the most part like i'm not even hearing it through my headphones like you know kahai hears it and what and you guys hear it but i don't hear it but i love the sound of uh you know of, of this ukulele just naturally and it's one of those things that you need to kind of appreciate the natural sound of your uke but if you're really set on like plugging in your uke and whatnot if um it I would just, you know, like, uh, up totally, it's totally up to you. If, uh, if, you know, if you want to put it where, wherever, like, play around with it, play around with the room and where it would sound best. I don't know the dimensions of your room and whatnot, but I don't know where your speakers are coming from when you're on your, you know, on your computer or if you're using headphones or anything like that. There's all these things that, you know, all these things that matter where you would place the, uh, you know, the, the amp or whatever. But if it's just a small rolling cube amp, like, I and you said you have a small room. I wouldn't even bother with it, to be honest. Yeah, unless you're adding effects like that's and then that crank it to, <laughs> crank it to eleven, right? This is a gent guy. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it has to have like seven strings or more to gen. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, my yeah. bad. You <laughs> need yeah. more strings. If maybe you should get two ukuleles and just tape it together, and then like, you'd have like just eight strings. One, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, eight, eight strings. <laughs> if you have eight strings, then yeah, it jets. But it jets, it jets. It jets. Don't don't even <laughs> don't even ask me if it's six or below. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it just does it. Yeah. The answer is no every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, even in your your own personal time, how much do you mm-hmm. plug in your uke to the to an amp to you know just play and stuff? Honestly, like zero. Like, uh, unless I'm practicing, like you know, looping or anything like that. Unless you know, it's that's really my 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 you know my goal for that practice. Then not really. Like I just because the thing is, if you sound great, if you can make the ukulele sound good without it being plugged in, then like <clears throat> then imagine how it can sound like when you do plug it in because you can enhance the sound even further. You know, you can EQ the thing, you can add um, like reverb, you can add delay and whatnot. But it really stems from like you know, does it sound good naturally? Because like if if it doesn't, and you're just trying to cover it up with like effects. And, and EQs and whatever and processors and whatnot then like you know then that's something that you kind of need to work on as a musician like you want the instrument um, you want the instrument's natural sound to come out and then you know like and then work on that okay um, so not not really you know and, uh, and that's why I, I think I've told this story before but that's why I, I got rid of a lot of the effects that I used you know like I don't use anything other than like an EQ um, a boost and maybe reverb but i usually ask for reverb from the house you know like if i'm mm-hmm. performing somewhere and it's because like i don't want there to be any doubts you know about my playing i don't want people to you know to to be like man he just sounds good because he adds you know he adds this distortion or delay or wah or whatever that's that's why he sounds good and whatnot and i've ha- i've heard those you know like those comments and stuff and i'm just like okay well let's get rid of everything like so that nobody <laughs> can say anything you know like uh, about mm-hmm. um about my playing and it's just gonna kind of speak for itself you know like if um and and that as a musician too you know like uh, as and as an artist not not even just just a musician as an artist i want to perfect my art and i want you know like to make the best art that i can possibly make and i feel that like the natural sound from the you know from the instruments and the natural um attacks and approaches that, that i'm doing will matter you know um with every stroke that you know that i play with this instrument yeah mm-hmm. I, and I, the I, the boost that he's talking about or that he mentioned was just a volume boost. Yeah, it's, it's not, just a volume um, boost. Yeah, it doesn't change okay. the sound at all. It's yeah, just no, like, it's a magic button that makes me sound better. Like <laughs> <laughs> boosted. boosted sound. Yeah, boosted. <laughs> yeah. NOS and, the uh, NOS button. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's more yeah. just um like when you're strumming, it sounds yeah. loud already, and then when you go to yeah. picking, sometimes it sounds less loud. So you just click the boost button; it'll bring your volume up a few decibels, and then you can just pick at the same volume that you were strumming. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's I, like that, I think the boost is maybe like two or three decibels. It's not much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that's just on board your DI, right? You yeah. Have, uh, that, so. so really if you watch us play live i have nothing more than just a di <laughs> like if, you know with uh with what i'm putting down if i'm playing solo maybe the di and like uh and and the looper 
but for the most part it's just the di you know before like and it really stuck with me like what mike said because i was playing a show over at uh, kcc concert hall um and like when you know mike was helping me set up and plug in and stuff and he's like wow what are you gonna do you know like launch a <laughs> launch a spaceship like you know with your control <laughs> with your control panels I was like wow mike that was like the meanest thing you've ever said <laughs> you know, like, how long ago but, was that when you were that using was, like a full rig? i just got my kamaka like i remember because that night like i just got my that's so mika i just got mika this has got to be 2007 2008 oh, okay. something like that you know yeah. like a long time 2006 even like it was a long time ago and uh and i was like okay cool you know like i'm gonna like try out this new uke that i bought i'm gonna plug it in and all these effects and it sounds so good and then mike's like oh you know launch a spaceship with that i'm like wow mike ouch <laughs> <laughs> and that from that point you started rethinking point, everything like, maybe you know maybe i don't want to launch a spaceship on stage you know because like <laughs> back then i had like i, I didn't even i wouldn't even use like all those all those effects <laughs> but i just had the board you know like i bought yeah. i brought the board with me and um it had like a metal zone distortion it had the wah it had a delay i had a phaser in there and um a uh reverb i had oh man like a, like a tuner and an eq it's <laughs> It's, just, it's like a board, you know, and he's like, "Whoa, I don't know, like it's you're playing a new Kulala, Dre. I don't think you need all this." I'm like, "You know, you you're right. <laughs> like honestly, I I I hate to agree with you because you know you're basically making fun of me, but you're absolutely correct. Like as a new Kulala uh-huh. player, maybe I don't need to, especially as a soloist, you know. Like, and I mean, there's there's guys that can that, that can do it justice, like uh, people like Kalei and stuff. Like he'll come out with his big board and he'll loop and he'll like add distortion and whatnot and stuff. And even Jake does, you know, does this stuff now. But I'm like, maybe." Maybe, maybe I am trying to overcompensate for something, you know. Like maybe, like I feel like my skills are not as yeah are not as good, so I need to like kind of rely on some tricks and stuff, and you know, and that that's kind of that was my turning point. So thank you, Mike, for showing me the way and making fun of me. <laughs> it's it's funny because I think every every person or. Uh, at least for me, like I see, I see a lot of musicians go through this. It's like when you buy your first uh, instrument with a pickup in it, you're just like, ooh, I can buy like amps and I can buy pedals and I can buy all these. Like there's something that comes out of my instrument that goes into another thing. So I better buy that other thing, you know, I better buy a bunch of it. And then it's like, yeah. I think every musician kind of goes through that, right? Like they buy electric or they buy something with a pickup and they just want to buy everything to, you know, theoretically like, oh, this will make yeah. me sound better but it's like eh, not mm-hmm. really and then i think they they go through that and then they come back around where it's just like when i go into a music store now and like you know a guitar uh salesperson comes up and they're like oh you know it has a pickup in it and it's out you can amplify and stuff i'm like uh yeah i don't really care like that's not a selling point for me i i care more about like the acoustic <laughs> sound of the instrument or whatever unless it is like a electric mm-hmm. instrument that is meant to be amplified but i'm like yeah i, I don't care whatever <laughs> like I'm, I'm just looking for a <laughs> now. yeah so i gotta i gotta bring that up with mike like next time we have him. i think he's coming in like um he said that uh either next week or the week after because it's like a new month or whatever and he's again okay. switch with somebody because he wants to come back to the you know he hasn't been on <laughs> nice. for a long yeah. time yeah yeah so i gotta bring that up i'm like hey remember mike when you made fun of me and then like i threw <laughs> away all my pedal <laughs> i think the only thing i use that night is like um is the delay like the d3 delay that i had yeah. i was doing a cell phone whatever thing like at 
at that at that time and maybe the you know like um the the reverb but other than that i didn't really need anything else and he was just like you're right yeah and i, I, mean, I was just like you're right you know maybe you could have used you one know. patch cable <laughs> yeah exactly oh man i could have saved kcc a lot of electricity <laughs> i i just imagine that uh the next day you go to mike and be like hey mike do you know anybody who wants to buy all these pedals and it's, you just have all your pedals in a trash bag yeah, yeah. but he would be the one to go to because he knows all yeah, the musicians yeah. on Kauai <laughs> that yeah. would buy it <laughs> yeah oh yeah of course I know yeah. another kid who just bought a electric <clears throat> guitar or whatever <clears throat> a Yamaha electric guitar he'll want these all these pedals <laughs> in my defense the, the reason I had all that stuff was I was playing with a band you know like we played pop mm-hmm. music and we played like reggae and whatnot. like so you know we had drums just like a guitar two uh, one guitar I guess with keyboards and whatnot. so like I didn't really need like a you know like a rhythm ukulele like that much you know so it was up to me to kind of like add like little fills here and there so like having the pedals was really cool to add like fills and whatnot but still it's kind of taking a lot away from like the the natural sound of the uke and i became just you know like a instead of like the the group's ukulele players it's like lead guitarist almost you know mm-hmm. like it, it's it's kind of like that like why don't i just play guitar instead like as if i'm if that's just what i'm gonna do you know like what's the point of playing ukulele at that you know at that Mm-hmm. so you know mike mike really showed me the way like not not in the nicest way but he showed me the way <laughs> i i think most musicians like go through that phase and then move away from it too because mm-hmm. you realize like the more things you have to set up and plug in the less time you're actually spending playing your instrument and it's mm-hmm. like oh my god you mean i have to go and grab my amp and plug it in and plug in my pedal board and plug in all these things and Oh, one of my patch cables is like faulty, so I gotta get another patch cable. Like all the time, it's yeah. like if I just had something that it's like, oh, I can just pick up. I think that's why ukulele and acoustic instruments are great because you just pick them up and it's like I'm just gonna play for however much time I can play right now, right? It's like by the time I, I set up like you know like my electric guitar or my bass or something, it's like wow, it's mm-hmm. been an hour already and I haven't played <laughs> yeah. a single note. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. you just want to move away from that. Yeah, I um I remember when uh and. Also, because Jake, you know, kind of got rid of his. Also, like that's another reason I can, it kind of inspired me. But what uh, what he told me though was like he was, you know, he was playing with like classical musicians. Like he was playing with Yo Ma, and he was playing with this like uh, piano player and whatnot. And in his mind, it's like, oh, if I just had this pedal, you know, like I can do this run with this piano player. And he started thinking about it. And it's like, oh, like um, you know, do I kind of rely on that so that I can sound like this? Like, why don't I just like this person just sits down, plays his piano, or like Yo Ma just you know just starts playing his cello or or whatever you know like so he's just kind of saying that oh maybe if i like hone in on the instrument and that's like when you know he really went very like natural sound like he's he's coming back more to like the uh you know to the pedals and whatnot and the loopings and the, and the distortions and kavika he did some distortion in that album so it's kind of surprising to see him kind of go back to that but it's you know it's cool it's like the, the right direction for his music mm-hmm. yeah it's it's not a wrong thing but it, it no. it's just like i think that is a question you gotta ask yourself is like is this distracting myself more from my mu- my own music you know mm-hmm. rather than adding on to it is it more of a distraction to it yeah yeah. All right. Um. So our songs are due today. You guys want to do your songs because mm-hmm. I did not finish mine. <laughs> like oh. it's my. Everybody gets one, and this is this is mine. Okay. Because uh, I I don't know the past couple the past couple weeks because I was working on that track and then I was working on the track that was supposed to be for next month, but then um you know and, and I didn't and um I I have stuff but it's 
not complete. Like, because I worked on it throughout, but I just didn't have time. I'm glad I'm not the only bad student in the class. I'm glad there's like other <laughs> students who need extensions. It makes me feel better. Thank yeah. you for doing that. Yeah. Everyone gets one, and this oh. is my one. Oh. I'm asking for. Ex- <laughs> I have like birdie status. I'm once again asking for your help. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Take as much time as you need. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. About okay. It. Yeah. Next week I'll have because I have stuff. You know, I have a strong course and whatnot, but it's just it's yeah. not done. <laughs> and I think it's a bummer when you try and rush a song right before it's yeah. Like, finished. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you want to get the most out of it. Yep. I mean, it's so good. The song is, the song is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just hold off until next week or? Um, kind of. It's 150 anyway, mm-hmm. so you know uh, we don't want to rush that either. So maybe we'll just give everybody an extension. See, so you know, like the, it's one of those things that teachers like. All right, everybody, because you know, because Aldrin wants to take his time. <laughs> everyone's gonna take his time. And yeah, then next we'll, week we'll have Mike on, so we won't do it then either. <laughs> <laughs> It's, oh bad if if only <laughs> it's gonna be like Keep uh, writing forever yeah <laughs> it's the best song ever it's gonna be like uh the school like the end of the school year when you look in your backpack and you're like mm-hmm. oh i've had this project in my backpack for like two months and i haven't turned it in yet <laughs> I hope it's not important <laughs> for my grade. Oops. <laughs> you ever had that thing where like something's due in like two weeks and then you did it in like two or three days and then you forget about it. And then like mm-hmm. when it's finally due, you're like, oh my God, like it's kind of done, but it's not really done. You know, because you're like, ah, I can, I got like a week and a half to finish this. And then like, oh, oh no. <laughs> like now I just have like till tomorrow. So you start like rushing or, and then it turns out terribly. <laughs> or when you like, when you start something, right? And you're like, ah, I did like most of it already i'm good i can like, yeah slack exactly for yeah a couple weeks <laughs> and then when you actually look at it it's like oh i didn't do this at all oh no <laughs> yeah it's like that I mean, Aaron, see see how aaron's quiet he's like i've never done that i've always done everything on time <laughs> no well, i'm a responsible well, like, student <laughs> With this one, that's because like I'm thinking because I didn't do a lot of the bonus ones, mm-hmm. but I finished the song and I kind of like it. So yeah. do I add the bonus things on or do I just leave it as it is? <laughs> like, you know, because <laughs> I kind of like how it is as is, but there's like a lot of bonus things that I didn't do, you know? Mm-hmm. Ah. So, you know, we talked a lot about next month's song and stuff. And um, next month's song is, like, super advanced. So, like, I would be very impressed if somebody, like, played the picking and uh, and send me a video. If you can play the picking, send me a video of it. And, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, send, you, I'll send you something in return. How about that? Like, is it... Yeah. I want people to kind of, like, try it out. It, it is dry advanced. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't it's have to be good. Advanced. Try it out. Send it, you know, send it over to us and maybe we'll do a raffle or something. I'll give, I'll give something away. Yeah, so just try it out and uh, and see what. Uh, yeah, I'll give you this pack of Belvita soft bake. Let <laughs> <laughs> me start getting making my video. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll give you this printer. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it right here it's from the set. You know, it's like it's a it's a set prop, right? Like you know, because we're actually you know we're 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 gonna we're gonna move soon and we're gonna be like look it's gonna look a lot better professional and stuff. So it's kind of like when Conan like moved over to the Tonight Show, he like started destroying everything started giving a bunch of stuff away to like the audience members like here have a piece of the set <laughs> i should do that <laughs> here have this piece of paper from, from the show it was on the show <laughs> here's a bunch of garbage <laughs> 
Kai, what's what's one piece of memorabilia that you wish you had from a sh- from a favorite show? I don't know, cause I I think I'm like you, like where I grew up liking like cartoons and stuff. So like mm-hmm. a cartoon cell would be more, I think, more cool to me than like you know something mm-hmm. from yeah. I don't I, I, which cartoon? Which cartoon? Uh oh, <laughs> I think so. Like you grew up like or you you know you're a fan of Doug and Rocco, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like a, a I was a pretty big fan. Or I think I didn't realize how much how good it was and how much I liked it until I was an adult. But I can really like yeah. resonate with it now. Is Hey mm-hmm. Arnold? Like I for some reason I really like that show. And that mm-hmm. that's just like a cool chill show. So if I got a sell uh, from that, I think I'd be pretty happy. I um as far as like memorabilia, like I I had a chance, you know, to uh, to go and uh, and check out a a table read for for Bob's Burgers because you know like the invite was there. Like Lauren Bashar was like, oh yeah, come down. And um and every time you go to a table read, you know, and it's it's open for people to kind of you know go to and so as long as you're invited, you know, and everyone. Um, gets a copy of the script and like and uh and because you can so you can read along you know with, with, with the people and stuff and then like uh, they do this thing where like the the cast the cast is there and they'll sign your script if you want them to or whatever you know approach them and whatnot and i didn't go <laughs> and like and it's one of those things that i don't know if i'll ever have that opportunity again that, like, <laughs> to, to kind of get that so but then you know i guess i could just be like hey mr bashar like could, could i get could i get one of those get one of those scripts but i'm like so shady you know like like, <laughs> like hitting up with my friend like hey could you just could you like send me what i'll like pay for the postage i'll like i'll pay for it even like you know i'll, I'll buy the script from you or whatever but it's one of those like man if i could have the script to um electric love like that oh. uh, or uh, no topsy like the, the episode topsy yeah. with the electric yeah. love the song in it and that specific episode that would be my memorabilia <laughs> about you That's... aaron what's your what's the one thing that you want to take home because we're just uh, like five no, minutes away from ending <laughs> because i've been um in the process of moving or like at least packing up the stuff from the office yeah. and my house it's kind of <laughs> like i i think i need less things <laughs> <laughs> like, like aaron kondo over here i realize <laughs> like, that i doesn't need bring you doesn't bring you joy <laughs> Yeah, but also, also, <laughs> this is a spark joy. Sorry, this is a spark joy. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. one does not spark joy. Also, also, Aaron is the type of person, though, right? That instead of like looking to like, oh, I'm gonna go look on websites to find and buy that memorabilia. Like you would just make it yourself, right? Like you would make a replica of whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, I, I have. Um, I created what it was from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the movie. It's like the the ooze container. The ooze. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. <laughs> so I made I made one out of PVC pipe and glass, and uh, I made it into uh, like a beta fish tank. <laughs> yeah. So things like cool. that. Yeah, I I just do it myself. Like I don't need the actual prop from the movie. It it probably deteriorated by now. You know. <laughs> I uh we used to we used to buy like um Voss water for that very specific purpose because it looks like the the canister from yeah. the ooze and we put like green tea inside. Yeah. So in our refrigerator there's always like this green glass bottle thing that like uh, reminded us of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. <laughs> Secret of the Ooze, that's a good one. Is that that's the one with vanilla ice in it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. So that's good. the reason why you watch that movie. <laughs> Go ninja go! <laughs> uh, cameo by Vanilla Ice, uh, a nonsensical Ice. cameo too. Like you know, <laughs> he didn't need to be there. <laughs> uh, yes, he did. Don't say that. <laughs> he needed Ever. to. He needed to be paid. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think you know? that like I think uh that's one of the the tell signs telltale signs of like when Aaron told me that it's like oh uh, yeah I can get along pretty well with Aaron because like when he told me that I'm like that is really cool but I was, <laughs> it's like thinking is like I don't know if other people will think that it's that cool though. <laughs> or, I, I remember even like, uh, Aaron told me like, you, oh, it was like a, some kind of sign, right? Like that you found on the side of the road or something mm-hmm. that you took. And I remember when Aaron told me that, I was like, that is really cool. And that's something that I would like to have. <laughs> While also, yeah. like, I have that's probably That's probably illegal too, but, um, I won't yeah. admit to what sign it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, you almost you almost ratted out Aaron. <laughs> you don't have to sign anymore, right, Aaron? So they can't. No, it's not your problem. Yeah, no, so. I turned it into the police. You <laughs> <laughs> never had it to begin with. Yeah, I totally I, did. I, I went back to where I found it and I put it back. Yep, that's, that's what happened. He, he allegedly took took a sign, <laughs> but but that that's like the the thing. It's like I think when I don't know if. I told Aaron first or Aaron told me that first because like mm-hmm. I also have signs from when bo- borders closed mm-hmm. and they had those <laughs> big signs hanging uh like over each section right that says like sci-fi and fantasy and stuff they just mm-hmm. had them lined up so I went up to like the person you know the cashier and I was like hey can I buy those signs and he had to like be like uh I gotta go ask my manager because I don't even know if that's possible and he came back and he was like yeah you can buy it for like you know twenty dollars <laughs> So I was like, oh, cool. I'll buy a couple. And my mom was even like, where are you going to put this? There's no room in our house. These signs are huge. But I was like, oh, but they're cool. Like, I want to get them. So, yeah, I have those signs hanging up. And yeah, I remember when Aaron telling me like, oh, yeah, I just found the sign on the side of the road. I was like, oh, me too. Yeah, I have something like that, too. <laughs> yeah. I had a, um, my, my friend was just called. I had my friend Jason. He just, I don't think he listens to the podcast. I don't think, I'm not going to say anything bad anyway. So Jason, he, uh, he used to work at GameStop and, um, and I think it was like Pokemon was like coming out and it had the display and whatever. I'm like, Hey, dude, uh, like when you get it done, can I have that display? <laughs> Cause uh, I think it was like, um, Ruby and Sapphire came out like for, mm-hmm. uh, for her Game Boy Advance and, and it was like a really cool, like little display thing. And I remember I took a picture next to like i use it for a picture for like a myspace picture i don't have that picture anymore i wish i had it it's like one of the nerdiest <laughs> things that i did was just like <laughs> grab like the display from GameStop and like started posing with it and stuff and yeah it was good times <laughs> anyway anyway yeah that's what a way to uh end the show that was my last 10 minutes ukulele <laughs> podcast <laughs> there's no shortage of 90s you know um references we we're talking about three ninjas we talked about Ninja Turtles too. Hey <laughs> Arnold, we're we're not type, the type of people who like look at something and being like, "That's not practical. I don't really need it." We're more <laughs> the type of person who looks at it as like, "That's pretty cool." I think I cool. need that. I think I <laughs> either I need it or I got to make it or something got to happen for me to get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, I was just thinking about this today. I'm going to have to take down all of the stuff on our refrigerator. Mm. So like over the years, we've gotten, you know, notes in the mail and things from when we were on tour and we just throw it on our, our refrigerator. So I'm going to mm. have to take everything off. So I might just take a picture of it and then post it to our Instagram just as mm. kind of like a like a thank, thank you. you to everybody who who has contributed to Ukulele Underground mm. over the years. 
it is um it is a sight to see yeah. <laughs> it is, it's so messy uh, but yeah. it's cool though like it's good mess yeah um, yeah but i'm gonna have to take all of that down and yeah. well, you got the queen on there you know like it's not gonna <laughs> it's not gonna make it to the new refrigerator unfortunately Aww. some of the some of the stuff will but not everything yeah because we we had where else are you gonna see the queen of england hanging out with like um korean pop stars only on our refrigerator, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll know. You'll know. Once once Eric takes the picture, posts it up to grab, you'll know. He's, she's in good company. Because <laughs> yeah. we, we even get uh we even get things like um Christmas cards, right? From some of the yeah. members. So like mm-hmm. I think those things are really cool. Like we get uh Christmas cards from families and we can see like, oh, this family, you know, like oh th- how much they change or you know, what happened to them. So those things are always cool to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on. So thank you guys so much for uh, for tuning in. That's uh, that was that was fun. So next week we'll have our uh, our songs do. So we, we do the song challenge for those people who's like, "What? Well, I don't even know what to talk about." We do a song challenge here on Thursday Live Lesson. It was supposed to be due today, where um you know we we have guidelines of what the songs are going to be, and we showcase the songs that we write, and then that kind of gives you guys ideas for songs that you guys can write with uh, with the same kind of parameters. That we said uh so that will be due next week um tomorrow we will have a lower friday live jam going on um after this show we have one-on-one coaching also tomorrow night i'll be playing for the hawaii state art museum so check out their instagram page or check out my instagram page for the link to that i already posted it a couple of days ago so make sure you check that out have a great one everyone oh. aloha sorry uh, <laughs> can, I, can i also mention uh yes. so rob wallace he's in the chat yeah he sent yeah. us a box and he sent it to me. So <gasps> yes. I, yeah. I thought we, that was a Friday thing, but yeah, we can, we can open it now if you want. To oh, no, no, no. Uh, well, whenever. Uh, I was just going to say if we don't get to it, we'll get to it next yeah. week or whenever. Well, Rob, so. here now. Why don't we just open it now? Just uh, open it now. Yeah. If you want I just to. wanted to just kind of end sure. the show because I was like, we have one on one coaching coming in. But, you know, if, uh, yeah, if Rob's here, my, it's so sweaty, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had my ukulele next to me. It's just like, I, <laughs> <laughs> so I have it here. Let's, let's open her up. So this from Rob Wallace. Here we go. I didn't look inside but kahai did so i don't need to do the preliminary um you know scan or whatever okay cool so uh let's see gentlemen thank you so much for the great content i have uu plus member for past years and have grown so much as a player there's still so much uh more to learn keep up the great work i started doing single uh simple cardistry ah as a way to keep my fingers and hands flexible but my herd has gotten a little too big i hope you enjoy these uh they are some of my favorites rob wallace wally world all right on Thank you, cards. It's cool, man. Right on, Kahai. Yeah. So here, these are yeah. good. Like, yeah. really good cards. Yeah. I'm like, oh, snap. So I, okay. I was thinking of, um, since Rob sent us cards, uh, yeah. I, and I know he said that his herd is a little too big, but I was yeah. thinking about sending him some of the cards that I have, some extra cards that yeah, I have. Yeah, me too. I'll, I'll send you something too. Yeah. Yeah. Just so it, it, we can do like a <laughs> card exchange. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so first off, my God, Madison Rounders. Yeah. Nice. Daniel Madison. Mints. Like uh, Steve, Steve Minty. This is, this is good stuff. This is the launch edition Steve Minties. How? What? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, the red launch edition Steve Minties. These are luxury playing cards. These are like legit. Like if you look in the back, that's like not, you know, like just a normal bicycle deck. 
Speaking of normal bicycle decks, bam! This is traditionally cut though. So mm -hmm. usually they're um, modern cut, but this one is a uh, special. I got a gold seal in there and it traditionally cut. Um, it pharaohs the other way, right, Kahai? If I'm not I don't know. Uh, mistaken. I think the other one pharaohs bottom up, like how if you would if you were to do it like on the uh, you know on the card table, but the mm -hmm. other one it's from top to bottom. I forget which one is which, but yeah. So this is uh the, the red. Um, traditionally cut. So this is uh, just a regular rider back bicycle cards, but this is a little bit special because it's traditionally cut. Fontaine. Oh, snap. What? Mm -hmm. It's a black Fontaine. This is not like I am These shocked, are, yeah, like super rare. shocked. These are rare cards that Kai gave me one time. <laughs> like Kai gave me a deck of black. I I only have one one deck of black Fontaine cards. And uh, I, I usually have two, one one open and like one unopened. And uh, but you know I only have one. And now, dang, black supreme! What? What? And another black fontaine, yeah, like yeah. two black. <laughs> now, now three you black can. fontaines. God, four black fontaines. This is amazing. That's what else is in this box? <laughs> 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 so thank you so much this is his letter just to kind of show you yeah. guys all right so rob thank you thank you thank you thank you for all the for all the cards kai yeah man this is awesome and four decks of black fontaines these are not cheap like that's thank you jesus <laughs> I, I i don't even know what to say like i don't i'm i usually have a it, billion things you know to, to say but this is ridiculous <laughs> it, it was funny when rob sent me uh email oh. saying like hey mm -hmm. i want to send you guys cards i was thinking like oh like a postcard yeah that's cool and so i gave him <laughs> my address and then my dad is like hi there's like a box outside so i went to look mm -hmm. and i was like oh, i guess he like changed his mind and maybe there's postcards inside of here with something else and i opened it mm -hmm. up and i'm just like what is all of this <laughs> he's like oh it's crazy <laughs> yeah uh so dang yeah, yeah like launch edition minties that's like that's not cheap either like oh my mm -hmm. gosh like how long has how long have you been collecting rob since you're on the uh you know since you're on online right now how long have you because these and then the blacks i think came out with like 2000 when was this kahai because you have these when did you buy these oh i don't even know yeah that's because that's one of the originals right it was red yeah and blacks, is, i think yeah. mm -hmm. so this is a uh Man, nine decks of amazing, amazing cards. So thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Wow, I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah, speechless. But yeah, we'll send you some. Uh, we'll send you some decks as well. Okay, one of my. Fa I'll send you one of my favorites. So, so, oh, Kai, did you get one? I I put it in the office. Uh, I haven't been. Oh, back you didn't to come office. to the office. Yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you one of these because okay. I've been I've been meaning to give you. So I, I dropped it off and I also dropped off the uh, the strings that you're supposed to. Anyway, yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So tomorrow, yeah, we'll, we'll have a little Friday live jam and we'll we'll do something with one of these. <laughs> okay if you uh if you come on the show tomorrow all right that's it for our show have a great one everyone aloha and thank you for tuning in mahalo thank you